Back on the grind No longer prisoner to that film of mine That told me black to school that path isn't mine At least I'm not here trying to act like I'm fine The world ain't pretty, all the glitters and gold But it's my choice, I can't turn back from this road Murdering people like this track till I'm old And I'll die smiling cause It's a certain part of life where you learn how to make moves hungry Alright then I guess we're good now Okay. okay. All right. Okay, so welcome to Kill the Cast. This is going to be a – we haven't decided how often, maybe weekly, maybe biweekly, whatever. Probably just go with whatever works. We're going to be discussing Suda51, Grasshopper Manufacturer, their works past, present, future, and anything else in between. This episode is going to be primarily focused on No More Heroes 3 since it just came out. We're going to be talking about the story, the bosses, the rankings, stuff that was taken out, stuff that wasn't. And we'll be talking about the music, spoilers, possibly the links to previous games. And we have some special guests with us. The the group who contributed some of the rap songs to Travis Strikes Again, as well as No More Heroes 3, Okumura. So, Yo, I wish contributed to Travis Strikes Again. That would have been fire. That would have been dope. <laughs> <laughs> nah, shout out to everybody who did. <laughs> yeah, you guys heard the song, um, the Death Drive song was in there, right? That was you guys. Oh, no, that, we, that we sampled actually, it. Yeah, we sampled, we it. sampled, we sampled the original song. Yeah. That's the, the fact um, you think it's a part of the original is an honor in itself. To be that's honest. what I'm saying. I was sitting here like, wow. I just thought that was your song in there because I was listening yeah. to that song. That's crazy. Yeah, no, that's, 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 that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it, that's that's what some people call a bootleg. Some people call it sampling. It's, it's whatever you want to call it. I just call it an appreciation for Suda51 and Travis Strikes Again. It okay. and, well, that's all that matters. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you so, <laughs> uh, so what we'll do is we'll go around and introduce everybody. I'll start off. My name is CJ Wakura. I've been playing Grasshopper games since, I believe, Killer7 was my first one, and that pretty much got me everything retroactively. And we'll just go around the corner. So... Yeah, Infinite. Oh, um, hold on. I'm Infinite. I just play Guilty Gear and yeah, got hey. around Grasshopper stuff since like No More Heroes dropped on Switch, and I just got around this rabbit hole, and now I'm here. Nice. And we got Common Sentai. Uh, I am mostly a, mostly a big time Tokusatsu fan, which oddly enough, that started around the same time when I started playing Grasshopper games in the year 2008 with the original No More Heroes. So, kind of feels a little for, full circle that No More Heroes Three has a lot more Tokusatsu elements to it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And we got Quill, who's covering our recording duties for us. And yep. The facto tech guy. Uh, my name's Quill. I've been I've been with the Suda since I guess No More Heroes One on the Wii. I played it when I was like eleven. I didn't know what the hell was going on. But uh, I grew up a little bit later, and then I replayed those games, and then I got into the whole Suda verse and stuff like that. And now I'm uh, I'm stuck with them, I guess. 
as are we all. We're stuck. <laughs> Join the club. The Garden of Madness. The Garden of Madness. We got a guest steel ball runner who's a big Suda scholar. I've followed him for a while. For okay, uh, my name's uh, Steelball Runner, and judging, uh, you can probably judge from my uh, handle name that this this name sort of just originated when JoJo Part Seven showed up. I mean, started, yeah. so that was like uh, my handle name since like two thousand five, I guess, Ooh. like six. And my my Suda Goichi uh, game sort of started by buying. Uh, a used copy of the PS2 Killer 7 by chance. Then, uh, for some reason, made the connection uh, to to the to the We No More Heroes, which I had no idea. I mean, who who was the director at the time either. Uh, but I bought I bought the game. Uh, found out that they had a store on, online store. I bought. I bought a piece of, uh, I think, like a, a phone case from them. Then they sent me a, a flyer to Hopper's Volume 3, and I became a fan of them ever since, like 2008. Excellent. And I've been following all those uh, grasshopper manufacturer fan, uh, fan events and official events as much as possible. Um, you're really old school. That's but but still, there's like I said before, there's always somebody better than me, and there's actually one person who who was a fan of Sudagochi from the human years, the Twilight Syndrome years, or oh, yeah. even went even has a uh, postcard from the uh, Hoppers Volume One, the twenty four twenty five hour party people. Wow! I and mean, he still has the. Uh, a written survey for the 25th ward on mobile phones oh wow jeez i mean the yeah there's always somebody better i mean who who knows more than you and in, in if you live in a fandom oh, yeah. and that's nice. uh that's definitely proof then i mean some i would be good human years he got away with murder for some of the stuff he wrote in moonlight syndrome i can't <laughs> that's i mean like for like fsr it was released in like May of 2011. That's that's like dodging up a bit, don't you think? Oh wow! Some slight, some yes, slight. by by four oh, months. Yeah. yeah. So I know that. Uh, back then. <laughs> yes. So, oh yeah. So the my introduction is pretty much that. I just uh, go off and on. Uh, <laughs> Try to connect the the English world with the uh, Japanese world with what, whatever uh, stuff I know. Nice. Try to we're explain to the people. We're in a blessed time where we get a lot of that. And we got our special guest, Okumura, who did an excellent mixtape called The Garden of Madness, which I've had on loop since I downloaded it. And we got two members of Okumura here, so however you'd like to introduce yourselves, I'll let you guys have it. All right. Wait, you say two or three? Three. Okay, I'm sorry. My my uh, yeah, I'm way <laughs> off today. Nah, yeah, we got. Oh, I'm Elder Mikey's. Mikey's, my bad. It's I am all good. Um, a master, as as uh stated prior. Um, hello, hello. And uh, I'm Shadowbird. Yeah, 
<laughs> I'm the producer of Okamori. And it's, I guess, I, I, like, I'm, I'm gonna keep it a whole buck fifty with everyone in the room. Okay, we was modding the Wii so we could get skins for Smash Bros. Brawl. Y'all already know what time it is. Yes. <laughs> Around the same time. Yeah, you already know the deal. So around that time, you know, there was something called having games on the hard drive. No More Heroes was one of those games. And um, it just literally all I can say is that game showed me that video games can be art. And that's the best way I can put it. I didn't know. I didn't even know to look into a game developer until no more heroes like i didn't even bother like it was just like nintendo playstation or xbox like i didn't even get as deep as like grasshopper let alone suda 51 until no more heroes and then i found out the connected universes and that type of stuff the back lord that type of stuff be be pulling me in man so it's like the way he did it just really hit and I, i've been a fan ever since i mean everyone can see <laughs> we we out here. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I um I, I think I would say in my personal um love or, or my like why I personally love the series. Um I got in yeah, I got into No More Heroes with the Smash Bros thing, but um I think what really pulled me in had to have been Travis Strikes again. Um, yeah. It just Ooh. To me, it, it transcended my love for No More Heroes just because of all of the callbacks and all of the references and how it, I felt rewarded for knowing the history of Suda's world, Suda's universe. Um, it was really cool to find those nuggets of information um, and getting introduced to his older works like the 25th ward um through this game uh it, it's it, i loved it and this game i think somebody said it earlier i don't know who but it's spot on this game no more heroes 3 feels like a sequel to tsa and it was um it is an absolute yeah. honor to be a part of that yeah. Ooh. no kidding yeah. So I guess I should ask, how was it that you came to be involved in the soundtrack? Did someone from Grasshopper approach you? Did Suda himself approach you? How'd that come about? Oh boy. Oh yeah. Oh boy, you, you got this. Yeah. <laughs> you I got mean, this. do we have time? Do we have time? Because it's, <laughs> it's a whole story. It's a whole story. Okay. Version. All right. So. Art. Yeah, yeah. So. Momocon 2019, I think, was the year. Maybe 2018. It, it, um, it was definitely 2019. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it'd be popping in my head 2019. But uh, Suda, yeah. you know, he's showing up. I, it's in Atlanta. I live. I lived in Virginia at the time. It's a 10-hour drive. So, you know, long story was, short, I'm... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, long story short, I'm, I'm just like, hey, uh... I, I'm about to. I don't know. It was fate was literally calling me to go. It's just like I know if I properly, I uh, Garden of Madness was only available digitally. 
we had a CD printer in the house, so I made the first like physical print of Garden of Madness. I, I had my um, cousin who speaks fluent Japanese do the track list in Japanese and the thank you message in Japanese. Printed the artwork, like made a full actual CD for this man, and then sealed the package. And I was like, all right. And I, I was living with a uh, you know master. Shadowbird and uh, homie Lux Rider at the time, and I'm just like, all right, everybody, let's go. And Master's like, yeah, but it's me and my wife's anniversary. And then Shadowbird and Lux are like, yeah, we gotta go see family this weekend. So I'm just like, oh, so I'm. Yeah. I guess I have to go by myself. I guess I have to go by myself. So I got forty dollars, a suspended driver's license. I drive ten hours to Atlanta. I'm like, forget it. I'ma sleep in my car if I have to. I'ma sleep on the street if I have to. But I'm getting this CD to Suda Fifty One, even if he throws it out the window as soon as I turn around. So thankfully, I had homies who were performing there. Uh, the NPC Collective is like Richie Branson, IQ, and uh, it's just a bunch of dope artists. And they had a hotel there, a room there, not the whole hotel, obviously. And so they let me stay in the room that night so I didn't have to sleep in the street. But the next day, I mean, it's like Suda's uh, event was at like 5 p.m. I was in front of the room like at 8 a.m. and I just didn't move. I didn't eat. I didn't do anything like I was just sitting there and people were like hey the lines moving I'm like I'm not here for this I'm here for suited 51 they're like you know that's in like six hours right and I'm like yeah so I'm waiting and waiting and waiting I get to this event and it's I mean I don't I don't know how y'all would feel about it but I'm seeing suited 51 in my face and this is like I've met Theo from the Huxtables, I shook his hand. He flirted with my mom. It was awkward. I've met a lot of celebrities in my life. And I was actually, like, starstruck for the first time when I just saw this dude. He's like, I don't know how tall he is, but he definitely wasn't taller than me. <laughs> and he's just the dude, you know? And I'm sitting there looking at him like, I'm going to hand this man this CD. I'm going to hand this man his CD. The questions go through. And long story short with that, um, there was a time for the people in the audience to ask questions. I specifically was like, hey, you had to like tweet him, the guy who was asking or something. And I was like, hey, there is a, a black dude in a red kimono and a red hat right in front of you with a CD that is inspired by Travis Strikes Again music. Can you ask Suda51 if he will literally just take it? That's all. He looked me dead in the face. Yeah, that question didn't get asked. So I had to get this man Suda's attention. How? By waiting for him to finish all of his uh, autographs and seeing him walk away, about to walk away. He's almost gone almost gone and then i on this live stream hundreds of people watching had to scream out soda <laughs> for him to turn around jump by the way he jumped freaked out the whole room freaks out the whole live streams like what the fuck uh him and his translator turn around like why is this why is this man screaming at me 
can you please figure out what's happening? Security is about to be on deck like it's real. I'm just like, look, I just I made this CD for him. I made this CD. It's inspired by his music. I'm inspired by his art. I just want him to listen to it. All I need for him to do is listen to it. He don't got to talk to me about it. He don't got to do nothing. I just want him to know what his games are doing for people out here not even in his home country just it just in general people all right that's all i want just artistically please that's all i want you know he could throw it out the window i don't i just want to see him take it that's it and so he just like looked at me crazy and he was like the translator looked at me crazy too he's like he wants to tell you that he is extremely surprised that anyone's done this for him He's thanking you so much, and he will listen to it. And I was like, mission complete. I didn't need nothing else. Now, we fast forward about a year later. Um, the homie, the legend, her homie, Dream Bomb, is on Twitter. Dream Bomb, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name. Dream Boom, Dream Bomb, Dream Bomb. But he, uh, uh, they just were on Twitter is celebrating, I think, the year anniversary of TSA. And throughout this year, I made some sales, made some progress getting the tape out there through MomoCon and word of mouth. And I had a lot of DMs throughout this year, just um, people DMing me, hey, I was one of the people who bought the tape. I just want to say good job. A Gardener Madness is really dope. There's this one dude from Japan like, yo, love out from Japan. Shout outs to you. You you really doing it. You making big things. Out, you know, I see you all the way out here. And I'm just like, yo, I appreciate all the way in Japan. Yo, dope. So we celebrating the year. And they talking about every every single aspect of TSA from the artist to the the storyboard to everything and then they get to the music and i was like well literally garden of madness is just tsa's music with boom boom bap all over it so i'm like i need to know who's responsible for the music i sampled for basically this whole tape and um then as you know shout outs to maybe he did you know did the musical composer they were shouting out devin june for like just just everybody everybody involved but maybe mm -hmm. i was like i i seen that avatar before i know it and it, it, i couldn't shake the feeling that i've seen it somewhere before him getting shouted out so I'm looking through my comments, my replies, and I finally get to the DMs, and I see that Mibi was the one to say, yo, love from Japan. I see you all the way out here. Shout outs to you. I'm like, wait a minute. How, how did the musical composer of Travis Strikes Again hear Garden of Madness directly after I gave Suda garden of madness right so i'm like hold on i'm trying not to freak out i get master involved i get shadow i get everybody involved to just look at just uh, you see two you see two am i wrong for thinking it's supposed to be four and everyone's like no i think this is four dude so long story short he just he's rocking with us he hits us up and he's just like, I really like you guys' music. Shadowbird and us had made this song called Cybertruck. 
And he turns around and is like, I want to remake Cybertruck because, first of all, that song is awesome. So he just completely flips the beat, completely flips our vocals, just the whole song, and just makes it his own. And then he starts sending us stuff. There's honestly some, like, maybe one day we'll be able to play it for people, maybe not. But we literally have, like, just unreleased cuts that I don't even know if we can like show people is just like at this point I know we can talk about it but I don't know if we can even show people I have a but we just made stems from me being you know yeah we just made so much music just so we could get that synergy going and then he's after a while he was just like all right yeah um I really like working with you guys I look forward to our work in 3 and he said nothing else for like two weeks and i'm just like the only thing that i could think of when he says three is no more heroes three so i'm freaking out now at this point there's no coincidences i can't even hide it i'm tripping everyone's tripping he tells us it's for the sushi bar we didn't realize how important that was gonna be in the game and the renditions like master you can take over at this point on the renditions of eat like how many revisions we had to do a lot for um, like it was it was a lot a lot um we <laughs> the first iteration of itarakimas did not sound at all like what anyone has heard here. Um, it it almost sounded like a Disney Channel theme song. Almost, like almost. It it, it wow. like watching it, them draw the logo like back yeah, to the movie type. Like, yeah. Oh, Our name oh. is Okamura, and, and you're watching. And Nomo you're Hero watching, 3, yeah. You know. the remixes. Yeah. <laughs> um it it was definitely bizarre for sure um oh man <laughs> we when we sent him the first version he had said uh okay this is nice but do it again and go harder and then we sent him that one and then he was like all right this is good but go harder send him the third one uh okay this is nice loving this but i'm gonna flip the beat up and then go harder and then once you go harder double go harder again yeah Yeah. like extend the verses like yeah that that was that last part i don't know i don't find y'all entertaining it that was just extremely after the fact like all of that it just wasn't even yeah it was it's a lot of work, and we just went back and forth and finally came in with this final product that y'all are listening to. And just, by the way, everyone listening, everyone here, thank you so much. Thank like you it, so We much. didn't expect how much. <laughs> yeah, like, we, you know, because hip-hop, it, it's, it's, it's tricky. It's tricky. People love it or hate it, and, and when it into video games people usually disagree with that so to see the the positive like 
reception to it is is just uh, it's, it still don't feel real a little bit to this day it's, it's, it's hard we literally like us three literally be like this morning have to uh, have to every day talk about grasping reality with this because it's just like we're we're just people that were playing the games like we're just like people making kill the cast podcast you know what i mean and then we make music so it's just like to be a part of it now mm-hmm. is is it's something else yeah it's, it's well something learned. else well learning even on twitter all i see people talking about oh that sushi song is fire who did the sushi song <laughs> yeah why does it go so hard i'd be all over i'm like yeah, i made it listen to a guy who doesn't know no more heroes he said oh it's fire who who, who did it that's crazy yeah it's if people who don't even play video games it's like yo what is that that's like that's man man and this is just even looking at it with with how past like the game like we're just we're honestly just friends with maybe mm-hmm. like Shadowbird and and maybe make so many collaborative beats like mm-hmm. the love save the day ep this new nigiri ep that we got coming out um on the 26th is is chalk I think it's like what two or three of maybe Shadowbird beats. There's three. There's three. Yeah, yeah, Shadowbird. and and there's ten songs, so like thirty percent maybe Shadowbird, and it's just like Absolutely. it works so well. It works mm-hmm. so well. It's just like that right yeah. there is something irreplaceable. Like we wouldn't even have to be in the game, but mm-hmm. like that right there is is top notch. It's just special, honestly. Excellent. But yeah, it's funny you mentioned because I think there is a lot of times with video game and hip hop culture, even within Suda's works, like games like Killer yeah. Seven and Silver Case, there's like hip hop influence all in those games, especially Killer right. Seven. Just I played a lot of Killer Seven. Silver Case Samurai Champloo, too. So. Yeah. I was just about to go there. I was yeah, like, it's Samurai literally the hip hop Samurai game. Yeah. So, like. Lives and Breeze yeah. hip hop. Master Fumi Takata did the music for that, and there's some yeah. great hip hop beats in that soundtrack. Yeah, that's why I, I appreciate Suda because he's always, <laughs> always embraced so many different cultures in his video games, like even just outside of hip hop. So it's like, but hip hop's yeah. always been a strong one that he supported. And I just, I really that's appreciate it. him for that. Yeah, you can tell when Travis Strikes the Gang came out, I was like, wow, this soundtrack is really. Hip-hop. Yeah, right. Hip-hop. Especially the Killer Mar- Marathon one. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, that yeah. one crazy. Yeah, it's like, I feel like there was something like, a, so one of those games had something like a rap battle. I feel like, a, oh yeah, No More Heroes 3, you got the Kimmy rap battle. Yeah. That, that was very so, good. That was I, very good. Like, yeah. me and my wife, uh, she's a, a, a same, a huge Suda51 fan too. We was just literally, and my son, matter of fact, all three of us just sitting there, just watching it live in real time. Jaws drop. We were speechless. Just like I had to fuck racism hoodie on. It was a rap battle happening. I'm just like, what is going on? This is crazy. Like, whoa. I didn't even think about the fuck racism hoodie. That makes it even better if you're wearing that hoodie. Rap battle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, the that it just hit. Everything just hit. We were in the game. Like, it just, everything just hit. Like, 
this is still a crazy movie. to think about too. It's, it's, it's still crazy to think about. Right, right. Still. Excellent. What's crazy is that that I mean, this this is uh, this whole script is written by a Japanese guy in a Japanese uh, video game company too. And, right, and it, right, and it works uh, in in the English speaking uh, world. So it just shows I mean, you could, how how cultured he is. For real. and uh, yeah, the, the the his knowledge of culture, and he probably has a good uh, team of uh, translators uh, for the script. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, Mr. Downs uh, nailed the and Travis's performance too. So on oh, that yeah, point. yes. His voice is just like I couldn't, I can't even. Even I don't care how old he gets. You know what I'm saying? I'm like I can't picture it not being that voice. Yeah. I mean, we That's almost uh, lost his voice uh, when when the TSA was announced too, though. I mean, the very first. Oh yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure there was yeah. a backlash about that. Like people were like, "You can't do this game without Robin Atkin Downs," and like people were clamoring about it. And even Robin Atkin Downs was like. This is happening. Come on, man. That's what, it, wow. that's what he tweeted. And you're like, what? Man, How can you man. not know about it? You're Travis. Yeah, but the, you're but the Travis. Is that, yeah. But the problem is that in the, the Japanese Twitter uh, community, I think they weren't that uh, they didn't really notice the change in voice actors because well, that stereotype, but they all sound the same. But but I've been, I've been playing uh, English-speaking games for so long, and and the the so so called I see the uh, the common uh, casting and voice director you know Chris Zimmerman Salter uh, working in all those uh, big uh, Suda Goichi games mm-hmm. and uh, I she keeps the uh, act uh, voice actors and uh, characters uh, yeah, consistent. The original No More Heroes too. Yes. Excellent. I mean, ever, ever since uh, Killer Seven though she's been uh, I mean, Killer Seven and, uh, and also you know Shadows of the Dam. That's mm-hmm. why you see all these. Uh, uh, same uh, voice actors appear time and time again. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that when you start up Travis Strikes Again and you see Travis and you're like, and then he speaks and you hear Robin acting down, you're like, thank God they got him back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. When I saw they was possibly not going to have his voice for that game, I I, I don't know. I just, I just it, it was already like, dang, this isn't a traditional No More Heroes game. But then you're hitting me with, and the Travis voice isn't going to be Travis. And I was just like, come on, guys. I'm really trying here. Like, I'm trying to support y'all. I, I'm supporting y'all, but this hurts. It just hurts. It wouldn't be the same without Robin. I'm just so glad he, he pushed through. So shout outs to him. Absolutely. Yeah. He, he heard us loud and clear because No More Heroes 3, the marketing, right up front. Robin acting down is back. Like, they know how mm-hmm. important he is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he did a was Batman uh, uh, still Stephen Blum when the uh, first trailer hit, though? No, that was definitely not Steve Blum. Yeah, was, I think that was just like a rough draft. And then eventually they're like, oh, yeah, um, this is a work in progress. Don't worry, guys. And then like, and yeah. there was that uh, video game uh, voice actor strike at the time, too. So I was afraid that uh, not a lot of uh, actors might uh, come back for the roles, too. But... Mm-hmm. Well, within that uh, year or so, they they got the uh, old uh, casting director uh, back, the the old voice actors back, and I was happy to see that. Shinobu came back, and of course, you have to have um, Sylvia's voice actress. Her name escapes me at the moment, but she's Uh, Paula Kiso. 
Paul Atiso, yeah. Uh, Paul Mercier's wife, yes. Mm-hmm. Also, we can't have a game without her. Imagine if more Travis's imagine if Travis's voice actor was the same one that was in the first No More Heroes trailer. Oh God! Oh God! Oh no! Shiny Garmin, fine words won't get you anywhere. I like the sound of that. <laughs> what would you call that? That's the I mean, Robin Atkin down sort of nails the uh, the old Johnny Knoxville uh, voice. I think, uh, yeah, especially his brashness. laugh. It's a yeah, certain brashness, like, a, like I don't, I, I can't really pinpoint it, but it's just like, yeah. I feel you though. It's just what makes Travis Travis. Like, it's just it's certain uniqueness in his voice. It's just like it, whatever comes out of his mouth, he knows is like the coolest thing that's anybody in the room ever heard, and no matter what he said. Yeah, it's a very reckless, non-filtered speaking method. Exactly. And best of all, he's still a gigantic dork. This is a guy who is a, who will say something poignant right. and profound, and then he'll start ranting about anime, Mecha, and Takashi Miike films all in one breath. Right. Right. I mean, especially the the, the Miike uh, podcast that he was he was so confident in what he was uh, talking about. I mean, how much uh, he likes about that stuff. Like you believe it? This is a man who watches these movies and loves them. Nails. Yeah, yeah, and, and the funny, the, and the funniest fact uh, behind that is that uh, you know Suda Goichi sort of you know poured uh, poured uh, Japanese words uh, that he probably never spoke for the for, forever in his script, and just kept uh, kept making him learn all these new Japanese words too. Yeah, I wonder if if any of the actors would start watching Miike films because of that, though. To, to try uh, to understand what the hell... I wonder if Tra- Robin Atkin Downs watches Miike films. Like, I picture on some level he's got to. I'm pretty yeah. sure after No More Heroes 3, yeah. 3 like, he probably so watched like, Home Interest. Yeah. Yeah. Acting, one when all the voice acting got done, too. I will say, yeah. I did. I attended Robin Atkins Downs' stream on the day he came out. He did a little stream in No More Heroes 3 and really candid. Like, we were asking him questions in the chat. And I asked him, I said, did you have any influence in the writing? He said, nope. I just, they give me the script and I read it. So he is just an actor. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. But yeah. I kind of wish he'd voice acted the, like the things that he'd been saying to Bad Girl in the motel room. Oh, yeah. 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 It was, oh, it was so oh. emotional, that room. Oh yeah! Uh, I happened to see the rant about um when he talked to him about um Shara's counter attack, and I'm like, really? We're going there? <laughs> or or when uh you know uh Shinobu was hospitalized and oh yeah he started uh, going at you know a tangent of uh the the famous uh, pro wrestler wife uh, Hokuto Akira about her uh you know famous Northern Light bomb uh yeah. throw. Yeah, it's like I can relate to that. It's like sometimes if I'm talking to someone at work, I can't talk about something without segueing into some kind of thing I'm obsessed with, and they'll be like, "What are you talking about?" Like, yeah. never mind, you won't get it. Yeah. <laughs> so I can but totally I can relate understand to that. that uh, you know, he he tries to you know uh, be honest in you know speaking speaking of what he knows the most, I mean, knows the best, and uh, that, that's 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 his way of uh, opening up to people. Yeah, that's that's what he knows. That's you know he he knows anime and movies. So to yeah. him, like, this is what got me through it. 
It'll get you right, there, Right, because she in there crying, and he's just recommending anime. And I, I just, I don't know. That just hit. That hit so hard. Like, I was just like, man, he is really trying, dude. Like, he doesn't know what to say. <laughs> he doesn't yeah, know. Like, watch some, but yeah, like, I mean, yeah. In the podcast, Bad Girl yeah. shows up during the podcast. Right. He's like, yeah, I'm going to watch the movies with you guys. So it right. got through to her. Of all things. Oh, yeah. Vo- she's a Votum. Her father was a Votum fan, which yeah. makes sense. I can picture um, Bad Man is watching Votums. Oh, it's no. funny. They didn't try to censor the voice acting. They censored the subtitles, but they clearly oh. say it flat out. They didn't even care. Yeah, it's a, well, it's that's, a, that's because the, it was the cen- censors were the, uh, the the Japanese audience, so because oh, they wouldn't oh, probably understand funny. English anyway, so. You think they wouldn't care? Because usually in in Japan, Super Robot Wars, they put every game in the world in there, and they don't. But well, they, that, it's because they got the rights to it. So yeah, they they buy that. Uh, so that's why you know more heroes, Super Robot Wars is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, I kind of wish they didn't censor the um or like the words during the Sonic Juice boss fight. To be honest, uh yeah, because I want to yeah, know what Travis was saying. I want to know what. What he thinks of Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah. Well, there, I remember the speculations that he's talking about Nomura when he's ranting yes. about the. Yeah, yeah I dev, yeah. No, I, I, I had put that together. I had literally counted the stars. Like, I was like, he's talking about Tachi Nomura. He, that's Final Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's, he's coming at me. Like, oh, man. But for me, but they've been uh, taking pot shots at that for, you know, since 2007 with the first. Uh, uh, Helter Skelter, so yep, I exactly what's what Sephiroth, uh, you know, then Skelter Helter with the uh, you know wow. Cloud Strife. And you know, come to think of it, oh of wow, I never noticed that. You didn't notice <laughs> that? No, that's <laughs> crazy. I mean, yeah, there's a picture. This dude soon is a legend, bro. So I mean, Kozaki Yusuke did a real good job uh, making uh, his version of uh, of a Nomura uh, design character. So, but it doesn't it doesn't feel that uh, sound that bad, you know. I mean, it you know Nomura designs is is like a big enough target to begin anyway. I mean, it's pop. And, I like uh, Nomura's art. He's like one of the guys. He likes makes his he makes his guys cool and his girls hot, and I respect that. Yeah, I, like, I mean, uh, technically, I like also Paris makes his guys oh, hot. That too. Is he So, so yeah, it's it's you know, Nomura Tetsuya is pop, and uh, Suda Goichi is well, yeah, punk. So punk, it's yeah. counterculture. It's natural. But he's got some hip hop influence too. Like if you think about it, some of the bosses, Nomura Heroes Three, like their rapper names: Sonic Juice, Black Knight Direction. <laughs> No, no, I'm sure saying these are all band names, bro. Yeah, it, it's all it's all band or wrestler names, bro. Every single one. Sonic Juice, easily. Well, Sonic Youth, uh, you know, uh, Who is probably, you know, some people said it's like the the Who, you know, with oh, Pete. Oh yeah, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. I always look at the and that be yeah, classic rock by New Order song or or the the film Vanishing Point. Yeah, Vanishing Point, yeah. I mean, even in Silver like, Chase, every chapter is he's name dropping songs. Like, well, I'm surprised yeah, they didn't ever, have ever. To copyright these songs. George, George Division and all, yes. 
It even says "Love will tear us apart flat out. And I didn't even realize that was a Joy Division song at the time. I'm like, oh, that's a really poignant chapter title. Oh, it's a song. Whoops. I'm happy to have that Normal Heroes uh, Known Pleasures t-shirt, too. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I love the suit of flat out said, oh, if you want our shirts, just go on this website. They make them. You can buy them. Oh, right? yeah. Go on Red Bubble, Bubble and get the uh, shirts. Bootleg shirts. You can possibly get right them. Here. But still, I wish uh, for their official merchandise to come by. You know, it's like selling d- their demo tapes on the back of their, uh, from the trunk of their car after a live show. Mm. Now, that's what it basically is after every Hopper's, uh, Hopper's concert or, nice. or like a grass stream that I love that atmosphere. It's really it's sweet. Never a, it's never a big venue, but, uh, and yeah. you always see the same faces at the concert too. Mm-hmm. You don't know their names, but yeah, I've seen you before, like five, six years ago, like like that kind of thing. But we never talk to each other. We just you know you're at, yeah. Yes. True independent show is when the police show up and shut it down, and I've had that happen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that uh, that that live show at the Domune was awesome, though in Shibuya. I envy you for being there. That sounds incredible. Oh my god, I still and, have like so much. Fan and and I thank you guys to uh, especially Dreambound to uh, record the whole maybe two hour uh, show. I think. Yeah, it was like two hours. And the yeah, Dreambound. Uh, by the way, to segue into Dreambound, I did invite him. He said he was busy, and he says he has a very heavy French accent, so he felt a little nervous about being like he wouldn't be too clear but i didn't think that'd be a problem so maybe in the future he'll join us but he is aware of the podcast and showed us some love for me i haven't spoken english in about seven months i think your english i I, 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 I type it all but uh yes i wouldn't tell i wouldn't know yeah i I lived uh, in the states for about 25 years so nice oh that's why my uh let it die uh, home team is still illinois that's where (laughs) that's where i was bored Florida, born and raised. Yeah. Bird. <laughs> nice. And and that that's what I've been doing. They're using using my English skills to to translate whatever Sudagoichi material is available uh, and and Excellent. give it to the uh, English uh, community. Yeah, the syndrome games for me are right now the untapped market because like that is Suda when he was young and didn't give a damn. He. The stuff he put in those games, that's that's the reason he doesn't want to release it. You release a game with incest and all that stuff, that's really going to turn some heads. And that's, that's Syndrome wears that on its sleeve. Uh, I think, yeah, he... Suda Gorichi isn't really that talkative about the Twilight Syndrome because it was like a... He was, it was like a fill-in job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Director uh, yeah, just left. And director just left, then he, he divided the I mean, to to ship it out, uh, they couldn't uh, release just uh, uh, all fourteen chapters at once, so mm-hmm. they had to uh, divide it into two, and that alone was a Edeon reference. The nice. the you know the chapter of uh, you know it's the search chapter and the uh, investigations the the, the, the uh, decipher yeah. chapter. Yeah, uh, you know like... the yeah, and mm. uh, I think there were talks about Moonlight Syndrome becoming. a Thing though, I mean, right. uh, being released in this uh, in this time because 
You guys remember about the Moonlight Syndrome Event. talk show? Yeah, that we was supposed to have in April, uh, I think. Oh, yeah, that. And then March, something yeah. quietly late, late killed it off. I don't know if it was a copyright or maybe someone tapped uh, him on the shoulder. No, it was COVID. It was COVID. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I felt like it was something more than COVID. Like, I feel like someone kind of tapped him on the shoulder. Like, yeah, this is a little problematic with the stuff in this game. But maybe, oh, maybe it was just COVID. Yeah, it's... Yeah. I, what's it? It's formerly human IP, and now mm -hmm. I don't think uh, Spike Chunsoft has the rights to. to I think it's kind of boy, no, I, th I think Spike oh, does maybe. have the rights. They they did uh, they did put Twilight Syndrome in uh, Danganronpa. So. Yeah, I'm pretty Twilight, sure they do have yes, the rights. Maybe not Moon. That level of Danganronpa is Syndrome flat out. I never knew it was Twilight Syndrome. I was like, haha, this is this is funny. This looks like a PS1 game. Then, then I find out it even, is an actual PS1 game. Like, oh, this is awesome. Even No More Heroes 3, when I was doing Midori's level, I'm like, holy shit, this is Syndrome. Yes, yeah, yeah, Syndrome. Not a lot of people probably caught on that one, though, but maybe... Yeah, even, like, when it says... Um, there's a part when it says... When it says, at the end, it says a suit of 51 games. That felt like a Syndrome reference because it says a Julieta games. I think almost no one caught that. Yo, I'm sitting there like... He better not make this level and then not have me have a way to understand what's happening in Midlife Syndrome in some capacity. I'm going to be so upset because, like, bro, I literally played Midlife Syndrome, Midlife Syndrome for, like, 18 seconds in a boss level. And then, like, I went home. And I'm like, I don't think this is – I don't think I could just live with this, dude. It's, I mean, we've been looking at the script and it's like, every time I look through the script of Moonlight Syndrome, I'm just like, how the hell did he get away with this on the PS1? Right. They just wrote, sat there and just said, do what you want, bro. Yeah, just, just do what you want, bro. Do what I you want. Say, I kind of get the impression that Suda is not as attached to Syndrome because it's more like he's doing his thing with other people's characters. But with Silver Case, he's like, now I have my own brand new sandbox to play in. I'm no longer using a pre-established work. So I think yeah. like he respects his work on Syndrome, but he's not as attached to it as he is the Silver Case and FSR and Killer Seven. Well, they didn't. Yeah, the 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 old school building in Twilight Syndrome was sort of demolished in the beginning of Moonlight, right? I think so. And, yeah, it kind of, and, and the survivors like of uh, Moonlight, you know, sort of died at the beginning of Silver Case. Yeah, they actually showed their faces. They actually showed their. I mean, the their names and were and faces were slightly obscured by the original yeah. release, but they but they actually showed their real face, full faces and full names in the uh, Takeshi Shuji comic book, oh uh, Silvercase comic book. So probably when Silvercase came out, he probably didn't have the rights to do it. But with the comic yeah. book at that point, he's like, you know, fuck it. Here yeah, I think it's definitely yeah. ten years after uh, any release, and nothing nothing was probably oh, done yes. with it though. So. Exactly. So either right. the the the, the rights uh, reverted uh, back to him, or uh, like we're not going to do anything with it. Do what you want. Yeah, and to the, you can also say that's off. him telling, like, "Hey, that's then. I'm killing this off. They're done. Now I've got my own world to play in." Yes. yes. I still and really would wish to. Yumi was her name. Uh, you, if, Yumi, Yumi. Um, you mean the victim in Silver Case, the first in the prologue? No, no, I'm talking about the FSR character. Uh, oh, um, Yuki? oh, no, you mean um, I know who you mean on the rooftop and the one who's sunbathing. Yeah, Yaoi. Yeah, that was it. 
Yeah. Yayoi Tachibana, I believe? Yes, I think. I'm not Yama, I think. Oh. If you guys played the PS2 version of that? Yes, uh, I yeah. Have. Yes, I, have. I did it with the script. I did it without anything. I just played it. How is it? Is it worth it? Like, cause I, I don't know. Like, it, I, I'm over here on Rosetta Stone trying to get it in with the Japanese. You don't even do that, dude. The Let, okay. Let's Play Archive has a Let's Play of the DS version. I played that. I played the PS2 version and had the Let's Play Archive open on my laptop so I could play through it. And it's a whole different game. The graphics are better. The music quality. That's what I'm saying. If you love you that card, you have to play the PS2 version. It's Nightmare. All right. You want right. a copy right. of, uh, of an FSR game? I mean, an old FSR copy? Because I have about you know, like four or five of them right now. So. If, if you are willing to part with one, I do not mind receiving a copy. And so am I. I got okay, like a uh, DM me later then. <laughs> I mean, there's, appreciate you. There's surprisingly, you know, Moonlight Syndrome has the more strategy guides at eight, I think. And uh, Flower, Sun, and Rain has the most re-releases. You know, the, the original one by uh, by Victor, the Victor uh, Best Price. Uh, then Marvelous, Marvelous Best Price. It, mm. It's insane, I think. Do they all have the FSR opening? Do they all keep that song? Yes. Excellent. But except for the uh, DS version, though. Yeah, the DS yeah. version, losing that song is a major blow. That's that Takada that made a, a new, uh, you know, for yeah. you part two. Kinda, it does have an FSR feeling to it, but it's really not the same. It's the FMV doesn't go with that new song at all. Yeah, you're Maybe. right, dude. Anyone know Definitely. what's the progress with the Moonlight Syndrome uh, translation? It's uh, right now we're, the translation is coming along great. The, but the, we're worried about the technical side. Like, how the hell are we going to do all this voice acting with no subtitles? We're not the police, not team. I've been and, fucking uh, dying to play that game for a long uh, time. I even, I even I like own own a PS one copy of it, and I still haven't played it. I've looked through the script, and it's just like every time I read a new part, I'm just like. This script is so vulgar and vicious and unrelenting. That's what I like this, love. <laughs> like this one girl is like talking, and I'm paraphrasing here, like, oh, that this one fucking cunt did this and that. I'm like, how the hell did he write this? <laughs> I don't hear dialogue like this on the PS. Uh, the, the video game ratings board showed up, you know, the CERO. Because I mean that's I not guess... the literal phrase, but even the translator is like, no, he he told me the only way to describe what she's calling this girl is a cunt. That's the only word that fits. And I'm like, damn. Okay, then use it. It fits. Go with it. And, uh, I can understand it's a nightmare to uh, translate the whole uh, original script of Moonlight Syndrome, but I mean, I have, I think I have all strategy guides of Moonlight Syndrome, and almost every. Uh, strategy guy has a a deleted chapter mm. a different deleted chapter in it and i think people would uh, the fandom would want to know about that too right so definitely absolutely i mean i mean a while ago i tweeted the the only uh strategy guide within the eight books that had uh you know sakabe tokyo who turns into hyper tokyo which is mm. uh definitely uh the Morishima Tokyo you, we all know uh, now. Mm -hmm. And that, that was like two years before the Silver Case. And that was Excellent. like a deleted scenario. So, okay. And we saw the, uh, the, you know, the Trump uh, 
a Trump gang too. So. Oh, the guy, the Trump. Yeah, there's so much stuff in Silver Case that you barely scratch the surface. We clearly could de- dedicate a whole series of episodes to Silver Case, but we did say this was going to be about No More Heroes. Well, yeah, so. we've... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so to bring it back to that, what I was planning on talking about was like, we'll talk about the bosses and the rankings. I know they're all over the place, and I think one of the biggest complaints, even Zero Punctuation said this in his review, is that. The thing in No More Heroes 1 with Let's Shake, where he gets killed, and then, oh, oh it's, well, you're not going to fight him. This happens in No More Heroes 3, like, six times? Something like it. I think five. Yeah. Uh, it happens to the sniper. It happens to the sniper. I can't remember his name. Um, sniper. Yeah, sniping lead by uh, Notorious that turns into a destroy band. Uh, Black Knight. Yeah, yeah Black Knight Direction, the a... one you fight before um, Kimmy. Uh, Vanishing Point pointed to Kimmy. Yeah. Uh, Native Dancer defeating yeah, Black Knight Direction. Then it was Paradox, mm-hmm. getting killed by Fu, and then... Yeah, it's like, it sucks. Wait, it's one of the most interesting is... bosses. But I, I was looking forward to fighting him. Like, he kills off. Yeah, Master, this is I'm definitely a point to leave. <laughs> I'm going to Okay, so this is it. yeah, yeah. So you guys are bailing out. So I just wanted to say thank you, Okamura. Of course. Um, before you yeah. guys bail out, I'm just going to ask that I got to wonder: sure. Do you think you're sure. ever going to do a mixtape for another Studio 51 game, like a Silver Case mixtape or an FSR mixtape? You know, we. Oh yeah. That. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, Silvercase yeah, is definitely I, I trust me, I'm 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 already on that one as far as the beats. Awesome. If you want some so suggestions, we'll bury you in our favorite Silvercase songs, I'm sure. <laughs> cool. Oh, really? oh, cool. Oh, it's not the uh, grasshopper manufacturer, but I would want to hear your uh, tracks in and let it die through Super Trick Games. Oh, oh that was I would want to keep it on the radio. Okay. That was probably yeah, the easiest. Uh, nice. well, you know, uh, call up uh, Yamaoka Akira. Who oh, yeah. uh, yeah, loves hip hop? Yamaoka bleeds hip hop. If you listen to his Beat Mania songs, he's got a lot of hip hop influence. I might have to check that out. I might have to check yeah. that out. Because they they're trying to do something with Let It Die again, but you know I think I don't think they had the the big ass budget uh, like before, but they're trying though. Excellent. I'm yeah. Oh yeah. Let It Die soundtrack is all over the place. I bet, and it's still the game's still being supported, right? If I remember correct. Yeah, there was an update like a few months ago. Oh yeah. So you can just hell send them. It's a docky mod. So maybe they'll get in Let It Die. <laughs> hey, I mean, shoot your shot, right? I think what they're doing is wrong, but like the soundtrack has like everybody does a rendition of the Let It Die theme, and it's all in different styles. Like there's a punk version, a techno. Oh no, no, no. it's it's basically every song has to have the words Let It Die, and that's it. You can be whatever genre you want, as long as it's Let It, as long as Let It Die is the title name and also featured in the song, if I'm not mistaken. Easy money. I, I got like 600 hours in the game just because I love playing it while listening to the soundtrack. Man, listen, I have tried Let It Die so many times, and I just, I just suck at it. I'm just gonna announce oh, it right God. here. It's a free to play game. It it's fine. It's a yeah, free to play yeah, game. It's yeah, supposed to be yeah, hard, yeah, so you can pay yeah. money. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, and I, I get it. You definitely, it's, it's for the money, and I support that because that's, that's how they got it. But I'm like, man, look. Game is difficult. 
Sorry, I'm I'm poor. So I'm not spending a dime on that game, so I'm gonna struggle. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's where I'm at, that, and that's why it's really hard for me because I'm like, I I don't got it like that. I don't got I'll the death score funds somehow, like some way. Yeah, One day. but you can still beat it, and like I got all the achievements and beat it without paying a single dime. It's doable, but it takes so so long. Yeah, that's how they normally. That's normally how they do it. So, yeah. what was the? I uh, Red was like a free to play. Uh, Normal Heroes Three is about like sixty to seventy dollars, and PSA was like forty, wasn't it? Maybe thirty. No, thirty. Uh, um, it's it was forty for physical, but I think it's like then the twenty nine ninety nine if you bought it digitally because the DLC was not part of it. Oh yeah, there was like a ten dollars season pass. You know, the the bubble bubblegum fatale and the. Like dandelion, yeah. But I, I definitely got my money's worth. Oh, same. So, here. yes. All right, y'all. I gotta hop out of here, y'all. Y'all have a nice day. It was an, it was an honor talking to you, by the way. Oh, love the story. Thanks. 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 I'm gonna talk to you guys as well. You guys are nuggets that's, of information. Keep the music coming. We're looking forward to that silver case mixtape. Okay. Okay, Morishima. Please, please put the song in. <laughs> and also, you can, you can GM me for the uh, Flower Sun and Ring copy, too. Ooh, there you go. Awesome. There you go. Okay. Enjoy Ooh. it. It's, the PS2 version is very, it's experienced. It pulls you in. It really does. I look nice. forward to it. Thank you, okay. gentlemen. We appreciate okay. your music. We appreciate your contributions. And of course. We're always Thanks hearing so time. Of course. Thank you. It's been an honor. Thank you. So we're going back to talk now. We're this is going to be no more Heroes Three spoiler territory. All bets are off. So if you haven't, if you're listening and haven't beaten No More Heroes and Three and don't want to know how it ends, bail out now because this is it. So yeah, it does the thing with killing off some of the most interesting bosses before you even get to fight them. And you got to wonder, did he do this on purpose? That he knows it's going to be the ones everyone wants to know more about. Yes, it's very yes, much on purpose. You can see they, they had to introduce four new characters, so I, I can understand that. Oh, yeah. Like, it does feel like this is his start of a new story. Like, he kind of wants to... Re- I feel like he's not going to retire Travis, but Travis might be stepping out of the limelight here because he's going to let the twins are going to be in the forefront, maybe. I hope Shinobu gets the spinoff game he was talking about. I really love Shinobu. I that but I, I feel like Nobu really gets the shaft in three. Like, I wow. personally think that Henry if, if is going to the spotlight. Oh, Henry, they can make Henry definitely needs Henry's... to come back. Yes, because... Oh, they're not done with Henry. There's something going on with Henry. Yes. That scene in the hotel with Sylvia, that's some can... David Lynch shit. That was because creepy. You can see, out. like, when Henry talks about Travis, about all the things he's seen in he, he remembers Travis doesn't give a fuck. Like he, he he doesn't care. So I think it's Henry's job just to close that storyline. Like Travis, and, it's it's not. He doesn't care. It's not. Yeah, and like, and like what Henry is going is on with Henry himself? Why is he suddenly American and not Irish? Why is well, I know why, but like, what is the game context as to why? What's up with him and Sylvia? Is he still fucking Sylvia? Is he back with her? Is she cheating on him with Travis? Or are they working so. together and doing a new UMA? What the hell's going on? Of course, Sylvia just uses anyone she possibly can. Exactly. But, but, the, that, problem, but the problem yeah. is that Sylvia was the one you know, who pretty much protected Santa Destroy from instant annihilation, too. So True. Yeah. 
Yeah, they don't really touch on like her being Damon's secretary. It's just kind of like at first I was like, wait a minute, is that Sylvie? I'm like, yeah, it is her. And they don't even really. Did y'all see that? Did y'all see that theory going around about the whole thing being a part of the game still? Like, No More Heroes Three is literally a game, like within the game. Like Travis, like the whole reason all of this is happening is because Travis is still playing his game. The reason like the reason he has that neck brace at the start is because he got his nut cut off, cut off in TSA. Oh, and so he's literally and then whenever he gets his nut neck a uh, nuck, I keep saying nuck, but his neck cut off in the, on the toilet, then he starts back again on, you know, with his neck brace and. Yeah, until he actually crazy. finishes the game. So it's like all of these crazy things are happening because he's in the game, but he's thinking about this life that he's escaping playing this game, mm-hmm. essentially. And That's so it's like his kids, his his wife, Henry, all these things just pop up in the craziest ways. That's why Henry don't sound the same. Gene mm-hmm. is still talking. Like, Sylvia got superpowers. Like, all this random stuff is happening because he's still in the game world. That's why every time he about, about to fight, he's like, start the game. And it's like, I saw that theory and I was like, whoa, I I don't want to subscribe to it because it's too mm-hmm. interesting. Because uh, it's too that interesting. That also ties into what, I don't know if anyone else picked up on this, but the thing about No More Heroes 3, especially in the hotel, is it feels like it's a melancholy game. This really sad music. Played in the hotel. I think I think the reason it's sad is because like this guy is forty five. He's living with a bunch of cats and just like full yeah. of body pillows and stuff like that. It makes his lifestyle feel empty. Like yeah, he's a top ranked assassin. He's got all the cats. He's got all the anime shit he could ever want. But his wife won't talk to him, and he's living by himself. And it's like, it's like kind of like he's having a midlife crisis. Right. Like, is this what my life is gonna be? Is this what I have to look forward to? He literally, he said he wanted to have his palace surrounded by girls and all the animation he wanted. And it's like, okay, you got it, but look at your life. Yeah, was but it look worth at your it? Life. Yeah, exactly. Was it worth it type of type of vibe? That's that's what I got from it. And then the yeah. only the only time that he's really happy is when he's bullshitting with talking about Mike with Bishop. And then that music, da 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 like it's just like yo like because he's that's that's when he's having fun is when he's really happy when he's just doing what he wants talking about his anime and mike films and just kicking back like that's all he ever wanted was just that you know that's really all he ever wanted at the end of the day and got caught up in all of this he doesn't even want like even when he kills kimmy which i really don't like by the way but even when he kills kimmy he's like yeah I don't want to do this, but I have no choice because because you're gonna, gonna keep clearly you're gonna keep coming back. You're gonna keep coming and back. I don't I'm gonna keep having dying, to do this, so I'm gonna have to right. kill you. I think Travis, like, has always been since No More Heroes One, a, a tragic tragic character because like he always got, got to live his fantasy and he always got the consequences. Like in every game, and it happens. He's a tragic character. He cannot mm-hmm. escape. Uh, like, even yeah, in Rank sure. 9 and No More Heroes 1, uh, Rank 9 was Shinobu, right? No, Rank 9 was Shinobu Dr. was Peace. Rank 8. Dr. Peace. Dr. Peace. Yeah, I, th- I think I think during Dr. Peace, 
that's when you started re realizing that, okay, maybe I don't want this life. And I think during Shinobu where he spares her and all that stuff, I think mm -hmm. that's when he really regrets accidentally coming into this assassin right. gig and yeah. stuff. And during death metal, that's when he's, you know, oh, he's blind. He's like, this is what I want. I don't care what I have yeah, to do. Like, like, you, you got this palace. You got yeah. the you got the life. Look at this. It's like, nah. I love that, man. Many, yeah, got it. Got it. Got it. In the middle of got it. Got Yeah, the exit. And and, uh, right. We, we could not see where this wall was going. No one could. <laughs> No, and that's the best part about it. You as the player, there's like no way you would have thought that he would have got into any of that. And, and the scene on the beach, man, like it's like oh, when it she hurts. was just like, yo, like you can't even, yeah, like you, you can't even, you can't even kill a woman, but you're going to be doing all of this. You're going to do all of this, but then you're going to be too pussy to kill a woman. Yeah. I that, can't believe you. And yeah, it's mm -hmm. like, you don't really want this. You don't really want exactly. what you want because, yeah. And then it's just like, dang, I have. She's right. She's right. And it's just like, oh my, like the. And I guess I don't know. It ha it takes a bit of empathy, which is crazy because it's like, it takes empathy to understand Travis, who clearly like doesn't show empathy in the slightest, except for sometimes. Except for sometimes, and those times that he does really really hits it mm -hmm. just shows his character mm -hmm. heavy right. like and no more Th heroes three now he's just like listen at this point i love like i think it was suda who said it in, in an interview he was like travis loves his town he loves the people in it like at the end of the day like he just loves santa destroyed that's his home that's where he grew up so it's like he he just cares and when the aliens came and just started fucking shit up he was upset about it like yeah. at the end of the day like it's nothing else but you are ruining my home and that just added a a bit of character that's just like yeah. i don't know it's i i don't see in a lot of video games these days with any characters yeah and right. definitely it's a good reflection moment from tsa as well because the reason why he came back in general is yeah he has to deal with this baggage but there's people there for him there's a home for him and he wants to be there for him like tsa right. is it's like tsa he's trying to find out what he wants to do and three he's like he's decided what he wants to do right right he's like at this point if i got if i gotta be the one to save the world i'm gonna do it then i'll do it because it's like i can see i have to be the one to do it because i can't because the segue, it's just like he's out of Right. And the segue back to what happens in one with Shinobu and Holly Summers, with Shinobu, he's still trying to be chivalrous. Like, oh, I don't have to kill a woman. I'm going to spare her. But when he gets to Holly Summers, that's the point where he realizes you can't spare people just because they're a woman. There's a time that comes when you're going to have to kill her. And Holly Summers, he has no choice. And you see and how that And how that connected to Gene, like his sister Gene. Like, yeah. With Gene, just like yeah, take. that's why yeah. Because it's like at that point, but then it's like that's why all of this has been so hard for you, because you don't, you didn't want to kill your sister, you know. You don't want to kill a woman, and then you you don't want to kill people you care about. You don't want to kill a woman, and then here comes Gene, and it's just like yikes. Here's both. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. 
Yeah, so you kind of had to, you had to go through it because you wanted revenge. That was what this all was at the end of the day. So you, you, you have to go through, like, if you really want this, if you really want this. And that's how it always is. And No More Heroes 2 is the same thing. He was like, I don't care. I'm a hero in my city now. And then bow, rest in peace, Bishop. And it's like, I want revenge. It's, it's always I want revenge and then him dealing with the consequences of actually actualizing his revenge like how many deaths how many losses how many more people would want revenge because you actualized your one revenge you know like it's it's so much to think about that he thinks about that people don't realize I feel with him and it's like Travis is such a dope character. I could talk about him for hours, bro. Yeah. yeah. That's what he I love about him the that... most. It's, it's, it's like there's a lot and a lot of games, movies, shows, whatever, about how, oh, the consequences of your revenge are bad. Look at this. But none I have yet to see hit hard as, like, no more heroes. And speaking of theories, has anyone heard my favorite theory about No More Heroes 1 where after the Travis and Henry fight, it zooms out to an art gallery and you see Sylvia with this little girl like, come on, honey, it's time to go home. And that it's all just that little girl's imagination yeah. making up everything that happened in the game from her looking at that painting. Huh. I'm going to be honest, I'm not a fan of these sort of theories where it's all, it's all a dream, it's all and imaginations like the the pokemon theory or uh oh ash yeah, is just yeah, imagining kinda, pokemon because yeah, he's yeah. in his deathbed because oh, yeah. he has cancer he, or something it doesn't the, hold the water second, but it's fun to think about for for me like this suda goichi uh the second ending that usually happens is uh him having fun with it i guess because oh, uh, yeah. you know like the 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 the, the final talk in uh the 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 Cafe Tamura in the silver case. Like mm -hmm. another comedy shows up or something like that. Or, or yeah, like the No More Heroes, uh, you know, plot dump at the last uh, two or three minutes and stuff like that. Yeah, and, the uh, endings are usually shortened to the point. Like, even even if you get the true, the No More Heroes fake-out ending is like, what the fuck? But even if you get the true ending, it's not really that much more. You fight Henry, you're at the art gallery, and credits. That's it. And Henry may or may not have killed Step slash Garcian slash some character. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, Garcian. Garcian wouldn't have gone out that easy. No, no way. But I guess in, in, they could they could use Henry as uh, the one who killed uh, Shinobu's father. Yeah, I've been yeah. Yeah, I don't really mind Henry being recasted in three too much because it is almost a different character, kind of like, sort of almost like Venom Snake and Snake from Metal Gear. They're almost so different that you don't really care if they're different voice it's actors. Still, it's a different character. Just I thought his uh, voice actor being the same as I think Vanishing Point, you yes, know, had to do something with Memory Bandit, you know, stealing his memory and uh, acting as a completely different person. But I was completely wrong about that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Henry's new voice actor is like really good, especially when um, during the fight with yes, with Travis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and... Don't you fucking cry that kind. Yeah. Of... Don't you oh, fucking man. cry, Travis. 
that was so awesome and it genuinely gave me goosebumps so it feels like he really is talking shit to his brother yeah and i love that but at the same time i'm torn because i also really 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 love Quentin Flynn's uh, interpretation yeah. of Henry. Yeah, he, 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 he has such a unique voice. Like when he says, ah, clean yourself up already. Like it's so dismissive. The, the whole yeah. Irish part. Uh, that, I, I that, even miss the uh, mini fart uh, fight uh, in, uh, in Normal Heroes 2. The, yeah, the whole Edeon reference to it. That was such a that, disappointment to me. I'm sorry. I was giving there. Like Cry, Travis. That hit. That hit because it's like. I, if I felt re- repression out of that, like I felt like oh, yeah. Travis is like there should just be like I know I'm I know I'm just being a fanboy about this because there's mm-hmm. so much to ask, but it's like there should just be a, a yes more heroes starring Henry <laughs> or something like just just some side games just so we yeah. can know what he's been going through this whole oh, yeah. time because it's like that's what I'm like yo first of all like. All everything to the side. Why is there a green eyeball poking out of your forehead, my G? What's oh, happening? Maybe it's oh, what's been going to do with like the silver like, eye or something. That's what no, like, most people thought. Eye. It's not a silver eye, but that's like what most people assumed. Maybe he got attributed to. Yeah, because it's the same with Travis's scar on his Travis and Gene's scar on their eye. They, they're saying uh-huh. it has to. And then that goes with the whole theory about the game thing because it's like he's immortal, and since he's always treating life like a game, like that's just how it is for him now. Like he just, uh, it's yeah. it's crazy. But that's just that's tangenting. I'm sorry. Because he did, they did mention it in TSA that he joined a cult or something. hat. What if and, he killed uh, Garcian in No More Heroes 1 and now he's got the third eye? No, because... He like, just watched Thor. The, the third eye... <laughs> <laughs> but still, I think, I think he he sort of went the way uh, David and uh, Mondo Zappa went in Killer is Dead. Oh, Very underrated. Game is so underrated, yeah! That game really needs some sort of remaster, because, like, on the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox version, they don't run that well, and they have a lot of issues. Nah, I see what the PC version was looking like. Uh, the PC and version is terrible. The, uh, terrible. Yeah. the PC version is, like... You play it on 1080p or higher, and it just keeps crashing. It keeps. I haven't played that. I have the Nightmare Edition. Gifted it to me, but I played it on PS3. I haven't played the Nightmare Edition yet. I play. I play it on, I play, it on PS3. Yep. I, I played it on Xbox and PC, and both oh. versions are like they really need some sort of remaster. Uh, I was so excited for Killer Is Dead. You have no idea. Like they look like yo. Super- I got that box. Yeah. I got that big the art box yeah, with the, the book. And yeah, me too. Yeah. I actually got it like yeah. a few years ago for some reason Original from Amazon. Yeah, I still got it, bro. I yeah. still got that art book because I love the I love the art style. I lo- I was oh, like yeah. this is like Killer Seven exactly mixed with here. like. Oh my god, so I was like, yo, this is it. Seven, like, this is him in the business suit, facing down all the guys with the business suits. And because pe- right it was just city. fresh, it was just fresh off a of lollipop chainsaw and shadows of the damned. Yeah, and people like, were like, like the real suit edge was just like, what is what's going on? Like, what is yeah. happening right now? And then Killer's Dead just looked like it. 
Like, yeah, just yeah. guys, I know here yeah, it is. is. And I was like, ah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The major problem was that the uh, the I I remember reading in uh, his uh, old uh, articles in Famitsu, but uh, the story is so multi layered. He he doesn't really tell tell enough of the plot to to make yeah. us satisfied. But he, felt like he bit off a little more than he could chew in some parts. And uh, the fighting stuff. Uh, the the battle system was at, was was fine though because like the 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 Mustang mode sort of reminded me of the the, the barrage mode right. uh, oh, yeah, yeah so they they've been learning things and and uh, learn, used them uh, quite well in fact oh yeah it definitely felt like it was like them testing ideas out on next gen like they wanted to make more games with that engine but. It's a fun game. No, that one, that one mini game where you were shooting the big alligators. It reminded me of the defense missions on Killer Is Dead. Mm -hmm. Those shoot, those shooter mission mini games. uh, Yeah. Godzilla. The big boner. Yeah, I thought more about the big boner. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, uh, you know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. But but still, I I, I don't. I don't know uh, a, a Suda Goichi game that isn't experimental in any part, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, actually, speaking of Killer is Dead, does, does Suda own the full IP, or is it, like, the same situation? Katakawa Games, I guess? Or, yeah. I, Katakawa oh. partially owns it, because he said when he was making it that Katakawa told him that, quote, Grasshopper equals sexy, so they forced yeah. him to put in the Jigglers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the only reason the Gigolo scenes are there because they wanted because he described him as a Bond like character. They're like, so where's the girls? Honestly, I didn't mind the Gigolo stuff that much because, for all intents and purposes, it comes across as more goofy than anything. You're supposed I, to laugh. I it's didn't ridiculous. play it to be honest. I just skipped it after the first time. I, was like, oh, I did. This, I is, did. Not, this is not even fun. Like, what's the point? I had fun with it. Yeah, it I, I kind of. Point I was doing that originally back then, but now they had them. It's like I just do new game plus. Nowadays, probably, but when I played it, I laughed at it. I thought there's one of the missions when he's with the kimono girl. It yeah, has like a cartoon yeah. thing where I, that's, that's the exact scene I was thinking of this entire conversation. Dude. Like that's that's the only one I was thinking. Like that one was so goofy. It's just it's like. Bugs Bunny sound effects while he's unwrapping the kimono. <laughs> it's right. I've definitely right. seen a lot of those kind of antics in a lot of Japanese cinema before, so it's definitely it's pretty common. Yes, the the was, old uh, Japanese period pieces itself. Yeah, and, uh, I was, uh, yeah. and I did. So I even I, did got the optional final one. Like if you do all the Gigolo missions, you get one with Scarlet. The, the girl who's like right. the upgrade the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, right. He, he just like she just like walks up to him with this like dry and just takes off her glasses. And he's just standing there like stone faced, like holding his chin, like yeah, it's the funniest <laughs> thing in the game. It's still worth it. It was yeah, those were silly, but yeah, it's it's a one as much as everybody else. So the boss fights in Killer is Dead. Are sort of mirrored in normal Heroes Three, I guess. Though, like the the so, gigantic, yeah, but... uh, you know, uh, gigantic monster missions. Uh... Mm-hmm. But yeah. there's this one mission in Killer is Dead, and I think everyone knows what I mean. Really poignant, Suda, the Alice chapter. It's very thoughtful. 
the, the hurting uh, hurting girl, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Good. Like the that how the Alice chapter ends. That felt like we're straight out of the silver case. Hmm. I'd rather play that again, but yeah. Yeah. Watch the Alice chapter again. That that stuff can really. That's a deep yeah, chapter. It hurts. It hurts as her head starts twisting. Yeah, and it's like yeah, it's some really third wall breaking. I'm playing through the silver case again because I didn't see uh, all the. I don't even know how to pronounce his name, but you know the profile picture was just everywhere. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Kurumi Zawa. Or ah, Kurumi Zawa, yeah. 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 That's what's right from board. Yeah, and, and I was like, you know, I don't even fully, like, remember any of that. Like, I got bits and pieces, but it's like, I just need to reread. Oh, don't worry, he doesn't really show yeah. up until the, the last step of the game, so... Yeah, Kurumazawa yeah, is a weird yeah. entity. Yeah, a lot of stuff in Silver Case kind of, it shows up and disappears just as quick. Like the Trump. Right, yeah, and that's kind of... But the Trump weird. thing, I'm pretty sure, was cut off. Because, like, even, even uh, what was her name? Baby Mariette or Mariette or something the like mother, that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the mother, yes. Yeah. Uh, is this even... deliberate? Are we not supposed to get attached to these people? Or is, is there more there he wanted to put in that we didn't get to see? Wasn't and that'd be the case a lot. How how do y'all feel about that whole No More Heroes three directors cut thing? Oh please, in instantly! Like oh. just for the Midori Kawa content alone with Black Hole Prison, you could sell that as DLC. I guarantee people would. Buy uh, it. Yeah. I'm See, fine if it happens. Bad. I'm fine if it happens or not. Really, like I'm I, happy with the product I have. So I mean, I mean have if I'm I doing, I would do this Midori DLC. Play as Midori Midorikawa. See the Black Hole Prison. Learn who true father is. I'd I want. I just, I just really want more like Silver Case remixes on <laughs> No More Heroes Three, like with the Uihara Kamui. Adventures, yes. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I'm kind of surprised for Kamui R stuff. Surprised that this wasn't the uh, ping pong novels. So yeah, so that kind of. So I know we're coming up on an hour and a half. I think that'll be. We'll probably about an hour and a half. So we'll touch on, I think, what the future is from here on. There's a lot of possibility. We got Sylvia, Henry, the twins. But what I'm really excited about, and I think Sue just touched on this, like I asked him in his AMA, what about Yuki? And he just smiled like, yes, I'd love to. Like, I think we're going to get some with Yuki is more of a silver case type game. Yeah, Maybe but, something with Midori for No More Heroes. But the issue with Yuki is that um, I'm pretty sure she was written by the writer of... Uh... Tokyo Morishima's chapters. Yeah, placebo. So but they're still on really good terms, so that's yeah, not But they have to both be free so they can like work on it and stuff. I'm I'm assuming the guy who writes placebo is like if Suda calls him up, he's like, Yeah, I'm I'm ready, let's go. I, I mean you, you I see she is a you know, co as a co writer in uh Ookamasahi, uh co writer in uh, No More Heroes Three. I'm pretty sure it's uh part of the uh, text adventure one so like the, yeah. uh, the 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 magic uh, you know uh, compact that turns into a you know magical girl or oh yeah, yeah. that's a shame that there was like two or three only and not a lot or yeah. and AI that's what the oh speaking of which the guy the guy that was um, that was talking to Damon in like the highway what are your theories on him man. oh yeah him like, like I think it's Henry but it's I Henry. think to me. No. That made me think of Christopher Mills and Garcian from Killer Seven. I they thought, met on the yeah, <laughs> same. But I think like, I think it might have been Kamui because like he looks like former 
Kamui. I thought it was Henry. Very was pale skin. Maybe he was hiring Henry to For me, it was uh, Young Harmon Smith, though. Same. I like to think, too. Young Harmon. Unless Henry somehow becomes Harmon's, uh, but on... Uh, yeah, well, we're clearly playing in the Killer 7's universe, but I think he said that, like, the Killer 7 universe we see in TSA isn't necessarily the Killer 7 that we know. I think he said something to that effect. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because of how I think uh, there's, like, Grasshopper Killer 7 and Capcom Killer 7. Uh, that makes a good That's look. where this I'm is... at because the same thing happened with uh, Juliet Scarlet and Travis Strikes Again. Yeah. Like, that was a completely different Ju Juliet. Juliet uh, this is Juliet how Chester he would have written Juliet. I love he I loved how Juliet was in yeah. in TSA and how like she grew up and stuff. But I know for a fact that I feel like at least I don't know, but I feel like yeah. he tried to get the real yeah. Juliet from um, Warner Brothers, but they were like, "No, fuck off." Like, uh, this feels like Juliet, like, yeah, oh, yeah, you mean shit when I had to be a cheerleader and fight zombies? Oh, yeah, that bullshit. That was that was just a gig I did for money. That, that That's so perfect. I love that portrayal of Juliet. It's amazing. Because Juliet but, isn't, uh, like, what most people think of her. Like, oh, she's just a dumb blonde, haha. She's really well-written. She is really smart. Yeah. But yeah, for a lot of the future stuff, I think, yeah, a lot of the future stuff, No Major 3 definitely did, it's definitely part of that mysterious man, because whatever he was. And the twins. Yeah. And Scott. <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah. the twins will be in the 26th ward if we ever get that. I'm, I think we will. He, I don't think he's done with the silver case, but I think I think everyone knows this is like the worst kept secret ever. We're probably getting an FSR remaster very soon. Oh yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't think very soon, but I think maybe like in a few years because he still oh, hasn't started. Do it. Is it going to be the guys who do the silver case, which would be the logic? I would think, but I think it's going to be Digital Foundry. The people have been doing the normal year reports and Kill Seven ports. Digital Foundry. <sighs> I think that's was it what engine. I'm no, engine oh, software. Yeah, engine software. Yeah. Digital Foundry is a channel. Whoops. I might be alone in this, but I, I feel like he's about to turn Flower, Sun, and Rain into a Hotel Barcelona. Oh, I don't know why. I don't know why, but I just feel like Flower, Sun, and Rain is about to become Hotel Barcelona. I think I might be I, I don't know down with why. that. Or maybe we'll finally get Kuriyami Dance as a game. I'd be down for that too. Yo, I wasn't even going to speak on that. That was about to be Voldemort in the whole cast. I promise. Because I'm so sad about that. Like, I like Shadows. I love Shadows of the Damned. I'm not even going to go there. I like but it it's too. just like, yeah. man, what it could have been, though. No like, Kuriyami Dance even play. I can't even. Right. Um, you know, no, the next oh game goes Shadows of the Damned. Could just be Shadows of the Damned, Kuriyami, all we know. Shadows of the Kuriyami. <laughs> I mean, Something. I think it might be why, you know, uh, Badman was retired. Yeah. So, so Garcia can run, so. Yeah, I think the the, the farewell of the Badman is because No More Heroes is going away again, and 
technically Batman was the guy who brought us all back <laughs> into also, it. We can, if we get the Midori DLC or a sequel or whatever, that can tie into Shadows of the Damned. Midori's yeah. going after Fleming. Isn't there like a whole sequel set up for Shadows of the Damned with TSA with Johnson? Yeah, I'm about and to say you right. should know out exactly of anybody with yeah. your profile picture. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like at this point, it's kind of like with EA, he doesn't give a damn. He's going to do whatever he wants. Yeah, no, that that final boss was definitely uh, definitely showing me that at least. Oh, yeah, Damon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was... I saw Doing Bozo. I did not see the Smash Brothers. I was dying. I I didn't see that part coming. That was fire. I was like, yo, he's going to be in Smash Bros. one way or another, huh? I get it. I get it. And when the Machina from when the Machina from Damon X Machina suddenly appeared out of like an alternate universe, that was awesome. Yo, I just saw that. I looked at that game sitting on my shelf. Like, I guess it's time to play you. Me too. I have it on my (laughs) Steam for like since day one. (laughs) I guess it's finally time, huh? Right. Apparently, a sequel is in the works. <laughs> it's, a, it's an actually fun game. I don't know what's happening in the story. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, right. Because I played a couple levels and I was like, yo, I was playing with Master actually. And we was having a blast actually. But I just, uh, the story didn't hook me and I, I, I just lost it. I don't know. Same, but it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm beating it without like really concentrating on the story that much because the gameplay itself is just so, so fun. Yeah, it is. It it made me understand why they had the, that uh those huge controller looking Joy Cons when it game first I came out. That. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, like I, I was like I understand because this is serious right here. Like you really need to be flying a mech pilot. Like you really need to be about that Gundam life playing this game. Like it's serious. It's like um I don't know if anyone's watched Kill What If yet, but like Killmonger said, hey. I like anime. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're coming up on an hour and a half, so I guess we can probably start winding down. But we've had a really good discussion here. Yes. So, I guess, we'll, yep, we can go around if anyone wants to. So, I guess, Okamura, you can shout out your socials if you like. You've got some stuff you want to plug uh, or go for it. Yeah, so uh, shout outs to us on Twitter at RPRF. Man, I, it's been a long day. <laughs> RPCFP, um, Okumoto on Twitter, or just for real, just just Okumoto on Twitter. You'll find us, and yeah. um, and YouTube Okumoto Brothers. We're on Bandcamp, uh, all the streaming platforms you can think of. We have a new project called Nigiri coming out on the twenty sixth. Ten tracks. Um, y'all actually are the first to know some of, like, what's going on with the production. Like, I've said it a little bit, but I didn't really go into detail on social media. So, like, this cast is the first to know. And, um, yeah, I, I hope everyone enjoys it. I've enjoyed my time here. It's made me feel like when I was watching Travis and Bishop talk about me, EK Films. Yeah, like just homies just chilling, talking about what they're passionate about. This cast is really cool. I I definitely wouldn't mind being a, another participant at an, a later date because it's just this is awesome. This is awesome. <laughs> Anytime. All right, y'all have a fantastic night.
Thank awesome. you again, man. Thank you. Good night. Okay. Infinite, anything you want to share? Socials? Um, I just my Twitter, just at underscore underscore infinite with a one, and that's kind of it. I Excellent. don't post it much. I'm just here. Common? Um, yep. Um, Common Sentai 606. That's the Twitter at I'm at. I also have my own blog, literally just Common Sentai, WordPress.com, and I'll definitely be doing numerous three analysis. That's for sure. It'll, I think when I'm getting to the point with my analysis, it. It's a lot more positive, I think, some people weren't expecting, but I'm very happy with that in the end. But probably my next post has got to be uh, Ultraman-related, because uh, because a previous a uh, actor from the original series passed away a couple uh, weeks ago, so I want to do a huge tribute to him. Understandable. Also, shout-out to Master Rider Zoe for all three of us who watched that. <laughs> all right, Quill? I just want to shout-out my uh, Twitter, at quill 51 but some asshole already took at quill 51 so the elves are just capitalized eyes maybe i'll have to hire henry and uh yeah that's it i i am planning on starting a um a youtube channel with just like pseudo stuff explaining the, uh, the lore and everything for the people who don't have time for uh pseudo games because they do take a long time but Sounds that's great. Maybe in a few months, I just need to finish uh, some uni, uh, uni stuff, and then I'll get started on that. Awesome, steel ball runner. Yeah, I'll I'll keep uh, writing my uh, rewriting and rewriting my Travis strikes again, and eventually, no more heroes uh, explanation. You know, the reference Excellent. moment threads. Sure. Mm -hmm. You want to share your Twitter for any listeners who might not be familiar with you? Yeah, my Twitter is what's well, basically my username. Uh, at mark uh the at mark steel ball runner so and that's actually a fusion between you know steel ball run and homestar runner if ah, any bit i mean any old internet people remember but uh awesome. i'm that old man hey i'm 27 i'm not that far away <laughs> so yes. so this has been so the kill the cast i've been your host cj wakura with the whole discord crew you can follow me at cj underscore iwakura or you know, i post about fan translations but i if you want to find out where the Discord is, just drop me a line or anyone here. We'll be happy to share it to you. We're all pseudo fans, and we all love to talk about this stuff. And, yeah, it's been great, and we're going to discuss it in the Discord. Right our next episode will be probably maybe we'll go back into the past a little. Anyone have a preference like Silver Case, FSR, Killer 7? I'm good with anything. Feel free. I think yeah. we should uh, – I think next episode we can talk about, like, Twilight, Moonlight, and then the Silver Case. That'd be a good segment. Like I, I, I have to state this again. If you think Syndrome is fucked up, you have no idea. I don't, because I, I can't play it. I don't know Japanese. Yeah, I don't know the Syndrome. Well, well, first, uh, first has a, have a common footing. Uh, silver case is fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, case. playing uh, the, the 25th Ward is a, is a whole different... Uh, oh, yeah, that's, that's a whole... Different. That's like three episodes worth of podcasts. <laughs> I mean, oh, nobody likes the course. convenience store basement, so... Oh, God. In Syndrome... We should have, like, 20, 20 minutes to talk about that. Case. It's more... Mm, let's say... Simple? Kinda? Yes. I mean, we, we just got the uh, Silver Case 2425 in English a few, mo uh, few months... True. Right we before, can talk uh, about Silver Case, and maybe do part one on Silver Case, and part two about 25th Ward. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, sounds good. Oh, good. Sounds good. So this has been Kill the Cast. It's been great having you all, and 
We hope you enjoyed listening, and we hope you come back for more. Kill the past and kill the cast. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank, Thank you. you. Goodbye. Thank Bye. you, guys. Goodbye.